0: Good morning from Skift. It's Monday, March 15th here in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Think or Swim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts. So the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. Here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Dreamscape is the latest investment firm to announce plans to direct cash into the struggling hotel industry, particularly properties catering to business travelers. It isn't clear when those deals will, if ever, transpire, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Sparrens. The New York City-based investor, which bought the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas in 2019 for $516 million, has more than $1 billion on hand to buy hotels. While it is expected to look at all opportunities, Dreamscape is notably looking at properties in the struggling business transient and convention sectors, two areas with a less certain recovery timeline. Dreamscape's first acquisition is the Warwick Hotel in Philadelphia, and there is plenty of reason to think more hotel investment opportunities will come from larger cities than resort locations. Hotel occupancy rates in more business-oriented markets lag leisure destinations. But there is a growing sentiment in the hotel industry that further hotel deals could be hard to come by. Next, we turn next to airlines that may want to be more than just airlines these days— From an aircraft housing a restaurant on the tarmac and Hello Kitty flights to nowhere to home delivery of chef-prepared meals in a box and sightseeing flights over the Australian outback and Antarctica or an airline CEO delivering your food order. Some global airlines are getting creative and thinking outside the box in order to generate revenue lost to a monumental decrease in flying due to the coronavirus pandemic. Contributor Ruthie Munoz writes that the industry as a whole continues looking for ways to stay afloat until demand returns, ever since the pandemic brought the airline industry to a standstill a year ago. Of course, airlines diversifying their businesses is nothing new, and the strategy was around well before the pandemic. Remember Allegiant Air's foray as a hotelier with Sunseeker? But the brand extensions in the past year have accelerated as airlines dependent on ticket revenue look for new money streams. In Australia, Qantas started out by offering scenic flights to nowhere that sold out within minutes before transitioning to working with tour operators for scenic flights to somewhere once restrictions eased. Air Asia is doing food deliveries, Singapore Airlines is officially launching a training academy for businesses and organizations outside of the airline industry finally, we finish up with the strangest airline route in America, which just got a new lease on life at least until the end of July, as the U.S. Transportation Department, the DOT, has extended Samoa Airways flight between Pago Pago and the Manoa Islands in American Samoa. What makes this route so strange? Airline Weekly editor Madhu Unikrishnan writes it's the only regularly scheduled so-called cabotage route in the U.S., Federal law prohibits cabotage, or foreign airlines carrying revenue passengers between two points in the U.S. or its territories. In other words, an airline like, say, Japan Airlines can't take on passengers in Honolulu and fly them on to Los Angeles. The federal government grants cabotage extremely rarely. The American Samoa route appears to be the only current cabotage route in the U.S., for travel stories and blogs on this and more, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at Skift.com slash daily. Spoken Layer.